Welcome to the Power of Faith and the Ministry of David Hathaway. Please join David as he ministers today's word. I've recently been reading in Luke 8, and uh, here we can see quite a contrast because I, I have spoken previously on the centurion who came to Jesus and besought him to heal his servant. And uh, Jesus said, I'll come to your house. But the centurion said, no, I don't want you to come because you're a man under authority. If you just speak the word at your command, my servant will be healed. But here we've got a different story because in verse 31 of Luke 8, we see that a man came Jairus, who was a ruler in the synagogue. So you've got a contrast. The first was a Roman centurion, and the second one is a religious leader, a ruler in the synagogue, and he came to Jesus. And uh, he fell down at the feet of Jesus and besought him that he would go to his house because his only daughter, aged about 12, was dying. So you've got a complete contrast here. One where you've got the Roman centurion who, with the background of his own authority, saying, look, I have soldiers under me and whatever I command them, they do. That's the military law that it happens in every country, in every military, that um, there is an authority which the commanding officer has. And the centurion is using this authority and saying, Jesus, look, I'm not worthy. I'm a Roman, you're a Jew, and so on. Uh, I'm not worthy to come to your, uh, for you to come to my house. So he says, using your authority, command that my servant be healed. And of course, Jesus did. And in that same hour, the scripture says that the servant was healed. Now you have a completely different contrast because here's a religious leader coming. And, and Jairus being the ruler in the synagogue is coming with some really religiosity, if you want. But yet he still comes to Jesus. Although, of course, you have to understand the opposition that Jesus had from the scribes and the Pharisees uh, who, who opposed him. But yet this ruler in the synagogue has come because of the problem, his daughter's dying. And I would assume that the situation was serious enough that the, the uh, very orthodox uh, religious Jew is overcoming his prejudice because of the circumstances. You know, sometimes you've got to look at these situations and see what causes this. I, I know that so many times, even when I've uh, been evangelizing, that the thing which draws people is their need. Uh, so many of them would need of healing. I, I can remember actually staying in, a, in somebody's apartment in Russia once, and a woman was, uh, I forget whether she was the owner of the I think she was the owner of the apartment, and when questioning as to why she'd come to the meetings and why she'd accepted the Lord, she admitted quite bluntly it was because of her need, because of her problem. 
And I think there is a sense that so often today we come more from the sense of the problem. I know that, uh, yes, I pray, I pray a lot, but I have to confess quite openly, the bigger the problem, the more I pray. <laughs> it was the same when I was in the prison uh, all those years ago. I prayed an awful lot more in the prison because of the problem. And even now, I tend to, when I have problems or difficulties, I'm needing strength or I'm needing a fresh anointing, then I go away for prayer and seek the Lord. So what you've got here is that contrast, one who has been, can I put, an irreligious man. I can't imagine that a Roman centurion was very religious. You, uh, he was, certainly wasn't uh, a Jew, he was a Roman a Roman citizen. I mean, <laughs> there came a time when, uh, when actually uh, Paul himself, the apostle, when he was being persecuted and taken to Rome as supposedly a Jew, then he appealed to the fact that he had citizenship, which was an incredible thing uh, when you think of it. So you've got the contrast, but now the man that we're looking at, Jairus, he's come and he's saying, uh, overcoming all his prejudice, I, I've got a difficult circumstances, my daughter, and 12 years old, she's dying. And we know that Jesus set out to go to the house. <laughs> but then another problem arises. You know, some people think that once you become a Christian, that all problems are gone forever. And I have to remind people that uh, in an English saying that uh, Christian life doesn't mean that you have just simply a bed of roses, everything sweet and smelling and everything light. Um, in fact, the scripture actually teaches us and warns us that when we come to Christ, we're likely to have more opposition. I think I've been opposed more actually by Christians in what I do than unbelievers. I can remember the time just after I'd come out of the prison all those years ago, 40 odd years ago in 1973. And, um, I was signing books, you know, my copy of my book that I wrote. And a woman came up to me, a Christian, and she was really angry with me. And she said, I don't know why uh, the prime minister went to uh, get you out of prison. You broke the law of the country and you should have stayed in that prison. She was quite uh, angry with me because she said, you should have stayed in that prison because you broke the law. And I even have people now writing to me and saying that scripture teaches that we must obey the governments and the authorities. And in the Bible smuggling, the woman said, well, uh, it's against the law to Bible smuggle, uh, smuggle Bibles. Why did you do it? You shouldn't have done it. <laughs> yeah, but why did I do it? Because I saw the need. I saw the desperate need of people. And you know, that's the kind of touch we need from the Lord. Yes, I know that 
eventually with Jairus's daughter by then with all the delays that uh, the, the the servants from the house came and said don't bother this man don't bother this teacher because they said your daughter's dead and I know how Jesus said to him she said he said very so strongly he said fear not believe and she shall be made whole and we know that Jesus went to the house and just spoke to the girl who was dead and she revived and lived again so you see that we all have our specific needs whether we're in a position like a Roman centurion with some authority, we still have a problem that authority doesn't solve until Christ steps in with his authority. And we see the religious leader and all his religion, and I mean, as the ruler of the synagogue, he was, <laughs> he was drowning in religion. Didn't solve the problem. So with the centurion, all his military training couldn't bring his healing to his servant. And with Jairus, with all his religious knowledge, he couldn't save his daughter from dying because she did actually die. And with that woman with the issue of blood, all the doctors, and she'd spent all her living on the doctors, couldn't heal her. Each one of them in their individual way needed Jesus and that's quite significant because as I'm talking to you right now I have to tell you the same thing every one of us whatever our situation we all need Jesus thank you for listening to the power of faith broadcast with David Hathaway we would love to hear from you contact us by visiting www.eurovision.org.uk also available online are a large assortment of videos, magazines, and books for your growth in God. We would like to give all new subscribers to David's ministry a free gift. To receive your free gift, visit www.eurovisiontv.org. Remember, those who know their God will be strong and do exploits.